Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcaster named Sean Allen. ASAP, another Sean Allen podcast. ASAP, another uh, Sean Allen podcast. Spend my money on it. Pull, pull the mic up to your uh, mouth for that. Remember what I told you. Say something. Hey. <laughs> you loud. Okay. Let's, tell me about the day I was born. Well, actually, Sean, I wasn't in the delivery room. Why weren't you in the delivery room? Because I didn't have the stomach for it. But were you in a delivery room with my sister? No. So both times you didn't watch us come out? Hell no. Actually, I was at work when when Shatera was born. <laughs> and um, Gretchen's husband, Jesse, I was working with Jesse. And Jesse got the phone call and he told me that um, uh, Connie was at the... Um, at the hospital, and she was in labor. Do you feel like you missed out on anything? Missed out on what? On, I watched so many babies be born on the internet in, in real life. It, it's not nasty to me. Well, well, Sean, different strokes for different folks, you know? <laughs> and I think I got a weak stomach, too. I like, had I had no interest in watching you and your sister pop out of your mama, okay? No interest. Who was in a delivery room with mama? The doctor. Wait, so you didn't have to. You could have been in on a backside and watching it come out like that versus looking from the whole part. You know what I mean? No, I don't know. <laughs> you, you don't want no parts of it. Okay, so. No, so that, that, so was, that was not my thing. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I could have been like at her shoulders. Right. Yeah. But you didn't want no parts of it. I wasn't available, Sean. I was at oh, work. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was at work. Okay, so what hospital was I born at? You were born in Kaiser. Which one? Um, Pacific Coast Highway. What city is that? That's um, Harbor City. I, I know what the listeners don't know, so I was born. It's Harbor City. Harbor City, Kaiser. Yeah, you, co- you cost me five bucks. Because <laughs> we had medical insurance. Of course we had medical insurance. Tip-top medical insurance. You cost me five bucks, and that was to put a phone in your mother's room. So listen, so you you got, I came early. I must have came early if you weren't at the hospital and you were at work. Right? No, I was at work with Shatera. Oh, okay. Okay. So she came early. Your mother had went to the hospital a day early. 
Hold the mic up. Your mother had went to the hospital a day early and didn't have you. Okay. So I went home, and then I got a phone call that she was going into the delivery room, but I couldn't make it before you you popped out. Okay, that's that's so funny. So how how soon after I was born did you see me? Like right away? Okay, your mother went over to Glow and Joe's. Right. Okay. And then um, you, your mother, went to Glow and Joe's. Right. And then I came. I went to Joe and Glow's and got you and took you home with me. Oh, wow. Yeah. So how did it feel being a father to a son how did the second time around? Second time around, I've only got one son in this shoe. Well, no, but your first one was my sister, then the second one is me. And we're, what, six years apart? Yeah, so. So. You know, you know, neither one of you guys were planned. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you should say that. Why? That's kind of ghetto. What, what do you mean? Oh, but you, okay, so listeners, let me say this. My, my mother and father were married. Right? Of course we were married. Okay, so. Cause I don't what's want your to... last name? Okay, what's your middle name? Allen. What's my middle name? Allen. Thank yeah, you. we got the same name. Yeah. Only thing different is. That crazy name. name that your mother gave you. So tell me about that because I have a problem Wait with that. Wait a minute, man. You want me to. T- I got a problem with that name too. Then why'd you let it happen? Because, Sean, you know, I had just bought that house. What house? On Haskins and Carson. Okay. I was working 12 hours a day. I had gutted that house. And you didn't have time to fight my mom about the name. I didn't have the energy. Where did she get this name from? I don't know. You, you know, Sean, <laughs> can I be racial? Yes. Okay. That was back in the day when, when everybody Martin was doing came black. out and there was Shaniqua. And, yeah. You know, I, I can't believe that. What? <laughs> I can't believe you said that. Uh, I t- can't believe y'all, you allowed my mom to give me to give us these names that you didn't approve of. It's not that I didn't approve of them. It's not that it's that I wasn't informed of them. Until after they were on the birth certificate. Oh, so she did what she, she wanted had, to do. She exactly just like she. You know your mother. <laughs> <laughs> you know your mother. We hadn't decided on anything. Then the birth certificate comes, and these two shahs are on on on, on one shaw on, on your sisters, and one shaw on you. I said, Lord have mercy, we got a Martin. We got Martin in the house. What was the what was the coolest thing about me as a as a baby or a child? Was I a good baby? Did I cry a lot? Did I complain? Was I? No, neither one of you guys cried. Right. Who was more independent though? Who was more independent? Me. Both the same. I think I think because Shatara, she's you know six years is considerably older. Right. Okay, so especially when you're that young. Now I feel like we're kind of the same age. Well, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of even itself out, you know, because yeah. life, life will do that to you. Um, you were, you were, you guys were both, both independent. 
Um, I have to say, though, I think should it's probably the way that your mother approached Shatera. Right. As opposed to you. So how was I as a child, though? Like, what do you, like, what was Oh, it? you were you were good. You were good, Sean. I didn't cry a lot. I wasn't a crybaby. No, well, <laughs> you know, you guys, I did everything that I possibly could for you. Everything that your mother wanted you to have, I found a way to get it. <laughs> we'll talk about that. We got a friend who carries a gun. He's not from here. He just moved out here. So all my friends, all of us who are from here, was like, we don't, we don't do that out here. We don't carry guns. You don't ride in people's cars, and you have a gun. And you know, our dad and our moms and our cousins were from here, so we don't have to roll like that. And I was like, my dad would literally, if I had a problem to where I had to carry a gun, my dad is a out as a killer in them streets. So I don't have to roll like that. My dad ran the streets and. You go to the gas station with my dad in South Central. You bound to see somebody he know, you know what I mean, or ran the streets with from back in the day. So I don't have to roll around L.A. and carry a gun. You know, I wasn't raised like that, you know, but I have access to that life if I wanted access to it. But my dad worked hard enough and built enough credibility in the streets to where his kids don't have to roll around fearing for their life. Am I right? Yeah, you're right. And the same with your... um. Your uncle and your um, aunt. David and Donna. Yeah. They don't have to. They they, they, they didn't have they any did. problems growing up. Because you did all the work. I do, I, yeah, I did the late work. Yeah. Yeah. A characteristic I know that I picked up from you, I think I got from my mom too, but and she teared it. <laughs> my sister didn't get this. Well, I think she got it, but what, you, what, what I do admire about you and what I've noticed that I got from you is that I'm able to we're very versatile when it comes to um, socializing in people. We could be with the nerds or with the be with people in the streets. Like you're extremely smart, and you are extremely great with people. And that's a talent, and that's a gift, and that's a skill. And I got that from you. You know what, Sean? Community. But my mom too. My mom is very social and very good with people too, but in a different way. Yeah, I understand exactly what you're saying. It's like. Everybody's an individual. Right. Okay. Now, if you don't know a person, then of course you can't be, you can't be using profanity and vulgar, talking in vulgar terms and, and things like that. That's right. something that's reserved for close friends or people that know each other better than just casually. Right. You right. know? So I guess what I'm trying to say, the bottom line is that you have to communicate with people on their own levels. Yeah, a lot of people don't ha have that skill. So I, A lot of people don't get that. To make it short, I think you could, what I took from you more so than my mom is that I could be placed in any environment and be comfortable and excel. It could be with the bougie people in Beverly Hills or it could be with the hood niggas in South Central LA. We can navigate both of those spaces comfortably and I, I definitely get that from you i'm as equally i'm equally i'm comfortable on 54th and figueroa and i'm comfortable in a boardroom 
right. in New York City. Okay. A- another um, thing I admire about you is how you went and just picked up a degree. At how old were you when you went and went back to school? I think I was fifty-two. Yeah, that he's smart, you know. So um, three point seven GPA, <laughs> boy. <laughs> you guys hear that? So my dad ain't no dummy. But yeah, that's that's one characteristic. That's one of the characteristics I picked up from you. Another thing I think we got the same too. Is people always ask me this, like Sean, why are you always in hats? Why are you always in hats? My dad is a hat guy, and I just picked that up from my dad. You know, um, yeah, a pair of Nikes and a, and a fitted yeah. cap and, and some jeans and I'm ready good. to go, ready to go, ready to go. I'm good. So what what have you learned from me though? What have I learned from you? Yeah. You know what? Both of you guys, neither one of you guys, you guys have pissed me off. (laughs) But excuse my language, you've never, you've never got me to the point to where I just say, fuck it. Right. Um, I think, I think, that everybody has to learn that everybody, you know, people are just like blades of grass and a lawn, you know, no, no two of them are the same. And just like it boils back to what I said before about you communicate with people on your own levels and I'm, I'm, I'm on their own level. And I'm, I'm proud that my kids can talk intelligently and you have a very, you're, you Actually, you talk better than me. I don't know if your vocabulary is better than mine, <laughs> <laughs> but you talk you talk better than me. Um, I don't know, maybe because there's an age difference, or I th- uh, well, I don't. I think I think so. On this side of the family, we all speak well. On this side of the family, yeah. On the Thomas side, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we sure do. Yeah, we all speak well, and. Uh, it's a little bit. They're both 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 sides of the family is classy, but one side is more refined, and the other side is a little bit more. Well, I, and there's individuals. So I'm not even about okay, to. Okay, so I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't so, want nobody to think so, I'm being shady. So, so this is the way we're going to describe these two sets of families. <laughs> Put the mic to your mouth. This is the way we're going to describe these two sets of families. The tie is a mixture of the Jeffersons. And um, my wife and kids. <laughs> and what's the, what's the Guillory side? Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what? What? Stop what? and get that roadkill, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about Grandpa too. I like to tell people when people would be like, "How'd you end up in the valley? Why are you in the valley?" And I'm like, "I have valley roots, actually." Like real L.A. Valley roots. So what do you guys pa- want to know about my, my father? Pi- pioneer. So Wait, sit up. What do you want to know about my father? I keep telling my dad to sit up because he's so comfortable. Tell us about, like, I like when you tell me that story about, like, the 7-Eleven, how he was the first black to own okay. the 7-Eleven. Um, David Walter Thomas. My grandfather. Was um, one of the first black graduates from... The RCA Institute of Technology, and um, after he graduated from that um, that school, he was recruited by Packard Bell, which 
There is no more bell, but the Packard is still in Eulitz. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Packer. Right, right. Um, he went to, um, he continued his education. He went to, went to college at night, uh, I think he went to um, Cal State L.A. Right. Okay. And he took computer programming. He went to um, he went to work for North American Aviation, which later became North American Rockwell. And he was a computer programmer, and he actually was instrumental in all the computer processing. For the Apollo projects from um, Apollo 1 through Apollo 13. He was there for all the test flights. He was there at Houston Control. Now, this is a black man. Right. In the early 60s and late 60s. You know, so. Um, wow. I'm very proud of him. He was um, he was first black owner of 7-Eleven. Right. And. Um, Hanson Dam, Lakeview Terrace. Pacoima, Lakeview Terrace. It's right above Pacoima. Yeah, I know exactly where H- that's at. Hanson Dam, where um, um Glen Oaks. Yeah, where um, what's his name? Rodney King got beat up. I live, I, <laughs> I live right there too. Yeah, Rodney King got beat up at Hanson Dam by uh, the LAPD. Um, what else did he do? Um, he went to work for um. Wait, didn't they have restaurants and stuff too? Yeah, he had a restaurant. He had a restaurant. And this was back in the 60s and the 70s? 
Yeah, he had a restaurant. Um, I'm thinking, did he have the restaurant first or did he have the 7-Eleven first? But uh, did he have the restaurant first or did he have the 7-Eleven first? I think he had the restaurant first. Okay. And I hated that restaurant. Why'd you hate it? Oh, man. <laughs> you ever clean 500 pounds of chitlins? Child labor. Where was the restaurant? In the valley? It was right across the street from um, White Field, Wooden Field, the airport. Oh, the wow. airport out there, right across yeah, the street yeah, yeah. from that's, it. That's by, yeah. that's by, in Pacoima. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off of San Fernando and, uh, and I know, I mean, Osborne. Okay. <laughs> I, I hated the damn restaurant. I hated the 7-Eleven. What was the name of the restaurant? It was Dave's. Wow. <laughs> so why was it all the way up there and not down here? It was cheaper up there? Sean, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Because you guys never lived in the valley. No, I can't stand the valley. <laughs> I cannot stand San Fernando Valley. Yeah, I mean, I'm there, and that's my home, so you got to get used to it. No, I don't have to get used to it. Well, Grandma Jeanette lived out there. I, I couldn't stand that valley. Uh-uh. And where'd she live at? In Reseda? She lived in Reseda on Victory. Wow. Across the street from Reseda Park. Yeah. That's crazy. That's like my stomping ground. It's like, it's crazy how life becomes like almost full circle. Because now I'm there and that's my stomping grounds. You know yeah. what I mean? I feel comfortable up there. You know, when I was in the um, in the military... A sergeant walked up to me one day. I don't know why we had this this dialogue, but he said, "Thomas, you know the world is not as big as you think it is. You're gonna everybody you see today, you will see some other time in your life." Right. Uh, and I've come to believe that. I was born out here in 1956. What hospital were you born at? White Memorial. I didn't even know that. That's over there where the Mexicans live that's, at. That's on the east side of town, and I I wonder why. A black man and woman living in on the west side of Los Angeles in the early 50s, in the late 50s, had to go to East L.A. to have a child. Oh, so that was like some racist. Yes, yeah, exactly. So when you guys lived over on the west side, it was like, was it black people over there? Or Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you couldn't go to the hospital? No. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Sean. Your grandfather had um, he had a TV repair. He had a TV repair business. He had uh, vending machines. Oh, he was a hustler, entrepreneur. Yeah, he, you know, I think when 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 he bought when he bought his 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 house, I was so disappointed that we were moving from from West LA that um, I asked him why. And he said that, well, quite simply, he said he was paying $175 for rent. And after he crunched the numbers on the house, the house note was $143. Oh, and wow. It, it had an extra bathroom and another bedroom. Right. Yeah. So. But it was first. But so why, why did you want to stay in West L.A.? Why? Yeah. Because I had, I was, I was growing up there. Yeah. You know, I had, I had went to school there all my friends were there plus i had never lived around white people right so i was when i got here i was every kind of nigger i could be really oh man wow you kidding me we were the only blacks in this neighborhood 
Wow. You kidding me? I have I got I had fights with every white boy in this neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> and none of them are here. Y'all ran them out. <laughs> no, they ran they ran themselves out. So where did the white people move when you guys started coming down here and buying houses? Where did they go? To the valley? East. 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 To the Inland Empire the and all valley, that. The valley uh, San Fernando Valley was relatively full. And Pacoima was kind of always black, kind of? No. It wasn't? Pacoima, like when Grandma Jeanette moved out to Pacoima, it was like ranches and farmland. Oh, wow. Yeah. There was a ranch uh, down the street from her. And I used to take her apples and go feed the horses. Wow. Yeah. Right across the street from Reseda Park. I know exactly what it's. No, little... she lived in Bacoima on Foothill and uh, oh, wow. Osborne first. Okay. Okay. All the way up there by the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. All the way up there. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're not mountains, Sean. They're foothills. I mean, tomato, tomato. Those are mountains. Those are foothills. <laughs> you haven't you haven't been up on a mountain. I live there, so I know what I see every day. That's a mountain. Those are foothills, man. I've been 12,000 feet up on, on, on a mountain summit. Okay. That's a mountain. I, I'm going to say. I'm okay. Gonna... That's a mountain. <laughs> it's not a foothill. So, you said the white people moved east. Where did they go? Hey, 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 hey. You, um, you remember Mount Charleston? Yeah. That's in Las Vegas. Yeah. I used to do a retreat up there once a year. Twice a year. At the top of Mount Mount Charleston, it was twelve thousand feet. What kind of retreat? Uh, cooking, chef? No, yeah, cook. Of course, chef. that was my business. We're not going to say cooking because he got a culinary degree, and cooking he sounds. I don't want to take away from your. It sounds too McDonaldish. Yeah, he was a chef, uh, 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 a private, well-paid chef. So don't be trying to uh, anybody listening to this who have events and want. Uh, some fine dining, you know, you got my dad on the line. Oh, but you got to pay. You got to pay. <laughs> <laughs> so listen to this. Uh, I want to get back to where did white people move? Where did they move? Back oh. east. You said down east, out east. Where do you think the Inland Orange Empire? County, where Inland do you think Empire? the Inland Empire came from? All that used to be farm and ranch land. Right, right. Where, where your grandmother, and Joe, grandmother and grandfather right. Glowing Joe lived. That was all farmland. And so... Or just vacant desert. Right. So they, they built subdivisions. Victorville, all that shit. I remember when all that shit was just wow. dusty, dusty. Wow. Just dusty. This home is the same age as me. <laughs> it was built the same year I was born. Oh, wow. It's in good shape, too. And it's worth a million dollars. Paid off. Pay, and it's been paid off. Yeah. It's been paid yeah. off. So, yeah, that's exactly right. Northrop built this track of homes, this subdivision, because they were moving their um, facility from Lancaster to Hawthorne, and their employees were complaining about the commute time. So they had this subdevelopment, the subdivision built. But all the, oh, yeah, because all the aerospace is down here anyway in the South Bay. You had U's. You had Northrop, yeah, yeah. I think Lockheed is in Burbank, and McDonnell Douglas is in Long Beach. Lockheed was in Burbank; it's not anymore. It's not. They turned it into the airport, it's the Burbank Airport. Okay. And like the Disney lot was something too. So that's how all those studios 
when you go to like the Disney lot and when you go to the Warner Brothers lot and the hangers are so big, that's where that whole concept of studio came from. Because those were all... Those were sound stages. Sound stages. Those yeah. were all airport hangers. Yeah. And it was able. It, it was easy and cheap for them besides the weather. Well, you got to remember, too, that Howard Hughes was out there in the desert building those crazy planes that he was yeah. building and test flying them and et cetera, et cetera. How did you and my mom meet? Okay. Let me tell you. Let me, t- let me, let me give you a little background. <laughs> On myself. I'm the black guy that came from the west side of Los Angeles back in the early, back in the mid-60s. Always talked like I was educated. Hated school. So, let's fast forward this. I had to go to night school. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I met your mother. She was secretary at night school. Oh, my mom was a secretary at night school. Yeah. So she knew how to type. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's what, how I met your mother. What school was this? Gardena High. Wow. So, I think it was like two weeks later, I was entry-level management for a well-known company. And I walk in, and your mother's on the floor. She, she's been hired. <laughs> <laughs> it was all in popping there. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> she, she had been hired. Also hired your um, my uncle Jesse, right? No, no, that was another company. Oh, Gretchen. Oh wow, IT. Gretchen worked for me too. <laughs> See, I don't know that part. I know about you and my mom, but I didn't know you was everybody. You was but the plug, you 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 employed the whole family. Everybody but the little prince guy, <laughs> Wayne, Uncle Wayne. Everybody, I couldn't stand Wayne. I still can't stand Wayne. I, I mean, that's my uncle, so. I don't care what he is. He had nothing to do with And you know, my mom is crazy about him. They're crazy about each other. It's just like. Well, you know, if you look at, if you look at, if you look at the four kids, Connie, Gretchen, Joe, and Wayne. Gretchen and Joe are alike. Alike, and yeah. Connie and Wayne are exactly <laughs> alike. alike. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's funny, but they—they they close. I mean, that's my uncle. My uncle young, so yeah. Your uncle's not young. He is. Your he uncle act like he my age. Your uncle paints his head. <laughs> he, came, he, came my, he came to my house. He's in the mic. I get off work one day, and I come home. I see Wayne's car. I go upstairs and open my door. He laying on the sofa in his drawers. He got half my refrigerator on top of the counter. <laughs> I said, you got to go, man. You got to go. And my mom just let him. A grown yeah, she, man with 10 kids. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. just let him do that. Yeah. You know, I said, you got to go. You, you, you got to get out of my house. What's the best part of being a dad? Is watching your kids turn into be productive people. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. And I think you're enjoying your granddaughter a oh, lot. That's my baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is the Father's Day episode. What advice do you have for any young fathers or any fathers listening to us right now? 
state your closing words, Michael. Well, I can tell you this. Um, I try to treat my kids the way I want to be treated. Life is not life will twist you, but uh, I've never laid my hands on my kids, and um, you have to let you have to let young young people explore explore the things that they think they're interested in, and maybe one of these things will will stick with them, and maybe it won't. But you have to give them time. You have to let the kids use their own minds. You have to let their minds and responsibilities and morals and all those other things that make people good people, you have to give them time to develop and you have to encourage them or discourage them when they make wrong decisions. Let me say that. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.